Shastra, Bhagavad Gita, learn how to regulate ourselves. Then when we become Vihasas, then we can also be a good example for our children, we can be regulated in the family life. While we're doing a variety of things. Then when all the children are grown up, While being Vihasta, we also need to be focused on uh, helping others. And that was a nice thing, it says Vihastas, especially if they're initiated by a sannyasi. That's a duty to spread Krishna consciousness at home. So all those devotees who are initiated disciples and sheltered disciples and aspirants, I need your help. Spread that Krishna consciousness from your home. For our teacher disciples also. This is very important. Many people, many 
of the general devotees and it's kind of, that there's so much spoken about things like book distribution, which is also, this is today, it's a Bhagavad so books are our basis. But Srila Prabhupada also said that so many millions of books that went out, where are all the devotees? Because they need to follow up when somebody gets the book, cultivate their association so we have to practice and engage them in service, then you get the real benefit and people become devoted. Just, some people become fully devoted just by the book, but I don't know what the statistics are in that. There is a certain percentage that just the books alone are not. But the vast majority of people, they also need to break up the association and cultivation. In any case, in these books, Prabhupada has said lots of things about, like this verse, that Vihasta should invite people to their home, should have programs, like we're having today, should be helping their sannyasi do the spread Krishna consciousness. And Prabhupada Maharaj has always been very active in preaching to the congregation. I also get from the different uh, preachers like that in this class, their comments. I don't know if anybody wants to take a look at the comments and then I will get uh, some short articles and put this and compile it all together like this and make it something along those lines. so that devotees can get a better handle on how this is an integral part of our essential part of our program. Because we don't put things in a timeline. And then by next year we're going to be the same place we are So in order to get everything together, we probably got about Just from Prabhupada books, 300 pages.
Jesus and myself in you. How many of us have the Christians in our heart? Bhagavad 
Gita Exodus chapter 9 text 2 Rajvidya Rajguruyam Pavitra Vidam Uttamam And because it gives direct perception of the self by realization, it is the perfection of religion. It is everlasting. Their lives are fully devoted to my service, and they derive great satisfaction and bliss from always enlightening one another and conversing about me. Bhagavad Gita, chapter 18, text 55.
and one's next life will be spiritual. So it's very important that all of us regularly read the Bhagavad Gita. It should be part of our daily activities to read the Bhagavad Gita. His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, Iskand's founder Acharya, spiritual master, he established that in every temple of Iskand, there should be daily reading of Bhagavad Gita in the evenings. In the morning, there will be reading of the Srimad Bhagavatam. How many of you have read Bhagavad Gita? But I'm surprised some have not raised their hand. There's one book that everyone should have in their home. That should be the Bhagavad Gita. How many of you have Bhagavad Gita in your house? Bhagavad Gita is very special. There are many scriptures spoken by great rishis, sages, but Bhagavad Gita is the only one spoken directly by the Supreme Lord Himself. Krishna is Bhagavad. If we want to understand the meaning of Bhagavad Gita, we have to understand it from the point of view that the speaker is Supreme Godhead. And he is explaining reality to his friend and devotee. Whether someone believes it or not, secondary question, but if you want to understand what is at least the Bhagavad Gita trying to tell us, we have to understand it from that point of view in order to, to make any sense at all. That's the Bhagavad Gita, the song of God. God is singing this. God is telling us this. Gita Jayana Silasya Pranayama Parasya Cha Naivasati Ipapani Purva Jarma Kritani Cha If one reads Bhagavad Gita very sincerely and with all seriousness, then by the grace of the Lord the reactions of his press misdeeds will not act upon him. How many of you would like to suffer all the reactions for every sin you've ever committed in this life and the previous hundred lives? Nobody wants to go in. Two or three. 
Okay. How many would rather engage themselves in some positive service for the Lord? So, if you, most people don't want to have to suffer. We also don't want to go on committing sins. We don't want to go on committing sins, but we don't necessarily want to spend all our time suffering. If you're suffering too much, you can't do anything possible. So reading the Bhagavad Gita protects us from the reactions of our previous misdeeds. Krishna says he will protect us. Sarvadharma Rityacha Mamikam Saranam Raja Ahantvam Sarvapadevyo Mokayishavimasuchaha Abandon all varieties of religion and just surrender unto me. I shall deliver you from all sinful reactions. Do not fear. Thus the Lord has taken responsibility for all those who surrender unto Him. He indemnifies us from all, against all the reactions of our sins. The Bhagavad Gita gives us this message in the 18th chapter Bhagavad Gita that we should Surrender to Krishna. That means, just like all of you are surrendering to so many things. Someone may think, I will not surrender to anyone. But we are always surrendering. When you get married, you have to surrender to your spouse. You have to make so many adjustments. When we take a job, to some degree, maybe not total surrender, but we have to surrender our time, our energy, our abilities to do the work in that particular company. So partially we are surrendering in so many ways. When we understand that Krishna is Supreme Lord, that He is the friend of everyone, Hey Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Vandu Jagat Puja Gopesa Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namastute. He's the Dina Vandu. He's friend of the fallen. Why not take shelter of him? We work for him. You do like Arjuna did. Arjuna wanted to give up everything. Some people are afraid. That if my husband, if my wife, if they chant Hare Krishna, if they read Bhagavad Gita, they're going to become sannyasis or sannyasinis, they're going to give everything up. But that's not the message of the Bhagavad Gita. Arjuna wanted to give everything up. He wanted to leave the battlefield. But Krishna says, no, you stay in the battle, but you fight not for winning, not for losing, you fight for my interest. So that's what surrender to Krishna means. It doesn't mean that you have to be a sannyasi 
and lead your family. It means you stay in the family, but you do the activities you normally do for Krishna. That's the system. Whether you're a Grihasta or whether you're a Sanyasi, everyone should chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. And Lord Chaitanya, he also gave the instruction. Suno Suno Nityananda Suno Haridas, Sarvacharamarakya Goro Prakash, Prati Hore Hore Giya Goro Epiksha, Bolo Krishna, Bhanjo Krishna, Goro Krishna, Sikha. That the bottom line is everyone was requested of the followers of Lord Chaitanya. To request everyone, chant Hare Krishna, worship Krishna, Read Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam. Lord Chaitanya didn't write any books of his own. He only wrote eight verses. But he told his followers to read the Bhagavad Gita and the Srimad Bhagavatam. So those books are there, they're adequate, I don't need to write anything else. So Bhagavad Gita is so important. Lord Chaitanya, he once encountered one Brahmana in South India who was reading the Bhagavad Gita. As he was reading, there were many children, little children, and some village ladies around laughing at him. <laughs> <laughs> They're all laughing and pointing and making fun. And he was crying. Reading Gita and crying. So it was quite a scene. What's going on here? It looked like they're laughing at him and he's crying. But appearances can be deceiving. So therefore, he went to find out what is happening. He said, my dear sir, what are you doing? He said, well, I'm trying to read the Bhagavad Gita. So why all these people are laughing at you? He said, well, I'm somewhat illiterate. I don't have education, so I'm not able to read the Bhagavad Gita very well. Because I make so many mistakes, they're laughing at me. So, why you are crying? When I read in the Bhagavad Gita, when I remember how Krishna, who is Supreme Lord, He is the creator of everything, maintainer of everything, destroyer of everything. Everything is resting in Him. He is the base of the impersonal Brahman, of the Paramatma Super Soul of the material and spiritual worlds. Everything is coming from Him. Yet He was so humble that He accepted the humble role 
to be the chariot driver for his devotee Arjuna. When I think of how Krishna is so wonderful that he will be the driver for his devotee, I cannot help but cry. When Lord Chaitanya heard that, he said, You are the real pundit of the Bhagavad Gita. And he embraced him. Because why? Because you have understood the purport, the purpose of the Bhagavad Gita. Bhagavad Gita is to be read and understood that how Krishna is speaking for our benefit. He's revealing the secrets of life for us. He's the Supreme and He's accepted to serve His devotee out of love. The Lord loves us. He never forgets anything that His devotee does. He told to Arjuna, you loudly proclaim it that I always protect my devotees and my devotees will never be destroyed. The name Bhakta Parashati. Marine Mochanam Pumsam Zalas Nanam Dine Dine Sakrit Gita Mitas Nanam Samsara Maladasanam One may cleanse himself daily by taking a bath in water, but if one takes a bath even once in the sacred Ganges water of Bhagavad Gita, for him the dirt of material life is altogether vanquished. Gita Mahatmya 3. Bhagavad Gita very special. Great Acharyas spiritual masters from all the Sampradayas respect the Bhagavad Gita. Whether one is a Vaishnava or whether one is a Advaitavadi, whatever one may be, Bhagavad Gita, everyone respects. If there's one Shastra that is universally accepted by all, it's the Bhagavad Gita. So Bhagavad Gita is something that everyone should study in any part of the world. If there's a great literature which is spoken in a particular country, then that literature becomes a historical heritage of that country. Like Shakespeare is for the English like so many works of literature are in different countries. Like that, for India, 
Bhagavad Gita should be read by everyone. It should not be limited only to the Hindus. Because Bhagavad Gita was spoken at a time when there were not any other religions. He was speaking for the whole of mankind. Arjuna was the crown prince for the Guru dynasty, which was for the whole world, the whole civilized world at that time. So, the Bhagavad Gita should be respected not as just a book of one religion. We may respect it as our religious text, but others at least should read it from the historical, cultural, heritage point of view. But what does the Bhagavad Gita have to say to humanity? The message of Bhagavad Gita, if the world today would understand even a pinch of it, we would not have to have all the wars and all the disturbances that we are having today. Bhagavad Gita gives us the solution to the world's ecological problem, to the world's major problems. You can find the solution in the pages of the Bhagavad Gita. It's a great sad thing that Bhagavad Gita is not more widely read. I was surprised to hear today from a lady, a mother, who said that she only got the Bhagavad Gita when she was in her twenties. The first time that she, uh, being an Indian lady, first time though she ever got a copy of the Bhagavad Gita, she was already in her twenties, maybe she had completed her university. And I meet many young people who tell me that they have never read the Bhagavad Gita. Some of them, in some of the schools in India, they uh, memorize one or two verses, like Prithanaya Sajana Something like that they may memorize, or they may speak it. Rarely, not maybe anymore, but at least before they would do that. But they don't read the Bhagavad Gita. So we hope that all of the parents here, I want to thank you all, for having your children chanting slogans in the Bhagavad Gita, our youth who's also reading the Bhagavad Gita. This is very important that our whole new generation should grow up in that environment of Bhagavad Gita knowledge and Bhagavad Gita culture. That's something that can only do good to this world. Some of the other things which are mentioned here is that because the Bhagavad Gita is spoken by the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Bhagavan, Sri Krishna, one need not read any other Vedic literature. One can only attentively and regularly read the Bhagavad Gita. In the present age, people are so absorbed in different mundane activities. It's not possible for them to read all the Vedic literatures. But this is not necessary. This one book, Bhagavad Gita, will suffice. Because it's the essence of all the Vedic 
wisdom and all the Vedic literatures because it's spoken by a Supreme Personality of Godhead. This is in the Gita Mahatmya 4. In the Gita Mahatmya 5 it says, Bharata Vishnu Bhakta Vinistrita Gita Gango Dakampitva one who drinks the water of the Ganges attains salvation. So what to speak of one who drinks the nectar of Bhagavad Gita? Bhagavad Gita is the essential nectar of the Mahabharata and it is spoken by Lord Krishna himself, the original Vishnu. So one who drinks this nectar a Bhagavad Gita does not take rebirth again. Ganga comes from the lotus feet of the Lord Vishnu. So we take that Vishnu Padajalam. Mahabhagavati Ganga Devi. We take her water in our hand, we drink the water. The Bhagavad Gita is coming from the mouth. It's a vibration. Bhagavad Gita is a vibration spoken by the Lord. So, by the touch of the Lord's lips, just to hear the Bhagavad Gita, we get so much purification, so much blessings. We cannot begin even to start to estimate the total effect the dynamic effect, the wonderful effect of reading the Bhagavad Gita. It's not an ordinary thing. Gita Mahatma 6. Sarvo Panishado Gavo Dokha Gopalanandana Pato Vatsasudhi Bhokta Dutam Gita Mitam Mahat. This Gita Upanishad, Bhagavad Gita, the essence of all the Upanishads, is just like a cow. And Lord Krishna, who is famous as a coward boy, is milking this cow. Arjuna is just like a calf. And learned scholars and pure devotees are to drink the nectarian milk of the Bhagavad Gita. You know that a good cow in the, in the modern world can give even 20 liters, 25 liters, 30 liters, even more liters of milk. But the calf only drinks 4, 5, maybe 2, 3 liters, not so much little bit. So most of the milk is left for others to drink. So how many of you like to drink some of this nectarian milk of Bhagavad Gita? So that Arjuna was very kind. He didn't drink all the milk. He left it for all of you and all of us. Jai Arjuna Ki. 
Thank you for watching our videos. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. We publish new videos every day. And don't forget to like and share our channel.